When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair we're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats official, official sponsor of the corner booth pop. You are now in the Cornerbooth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Cornerbooth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton, alongside my co-host, Matt Ordazzo. Mason has the night off tonight. We are going to do a nice little show. No top 10 tonight. One, because I just didn't feel like doing one. And two, I don't know, just rather uh, get you guys off ready for the Eagles game and get me and Matt ready to watch uh, this thing. I'm excited. Plus, plus we uh, we have more time to spend on the fact that we still suck at gambling. So, Oh, my God. I'll talk about it. Fucking entity. Okay, Matt, new pact. Unless they are the green and orange, I will never bet on an ACC to win again. <laughs> unless it's in our six-pack. Because – that was bullshit. We're going to start off, of course, with Sunday football last night. Um, I, I, So I was, um, you know, checking out the interwebs this morning while I was waking up for my uh, at my job, drinking my coffee, eating my breakfast at my desk, whatever. And I've seen all this shit about, oh, my God, the Niners are a wagon. They're back. I'm like. They beat the damn Chargers who could barely beat the freaking Falcons and then got absolutely mollywhopped by the Seahawks. I think the Niners are exactly who we think they are. I would love to be proven wrong because it'll make betting easier, but they are, to me, the solid 5-4 seed. And they're that five four seed in the playoff push. Well, NBA, like you know, the NBA has a couple yeah. of those. The NFL, they're that mid. They're either like one of the better wild card teams, or they're like the worst division team. They're going to be okay, but man, like guys, it was they won. They only put up twenty. They'll put up less than twenty five points, 
against a not so great Chargers defense who is like, yeah. you know, inconsistent. Oh my God, Drake Greenlaw got ejected. Yeah, he basically tried to take off Justin Herbert's dome. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, maybe they should have ejected Andre Cisco for what he did to Juju, basically turning him into Tua. But at least like they ejected him for the Herbert because it was on national television. Now, all I'm saying is about this is the Niners should put up a thousand points with how many weapons they have. But Kyle Shanahan's system is, I'm going to say it fucking stupid. Um, it's way over complicated for how much talent they have. And the other thing I'm going to say about this is the simple fact that when I look at the Niners, they should put up, you have, um, I, I would arguably say a top 15 receiving duo in Ayuk and Debo. Mm-hmm. Then you throw in a top 10, top 15 running back at the top 12. Let's be honest. He, if he's not, he's top 10 McCaffrey. And then you have George Kittle, top five tight end with all those weapons. You should be a top five offense, right? You know what the biggest problem is? The guy driving the car. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G is basically Eli Manning with better fit with a better hairline. It's not a bad point. But without the you know, playoffs, yes. The Niners are a sneaky team. They're they're a team that I think is going to get. I think they're going to get the wild. You know, it's tough to say. It's it's pretty much the division's up for grabs between them and the Seahawks, in my opinion. Obviously, it's it's up for grabs between those two. But they're going to regardless. They're either whether they win the division or they get the wild card, they're going to get something. NFC is not a very strong conference this year. Um, they're a sneaky team. They can get into the playoffs, and they can be a first-round exit, or they can kind of just take it down to the NFC Championship like they did the last year. But either way, I don't see them getting to the promised land. Um, the Chargers, I might go as far as to say I think the Chargers are frauds. It's I, I put a lot of it on the coach. I don't think he's the right coach for that system. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think Anthony Lynn would have done a better job with this team than Brandon Staley has. Um, but the Chargers, to me, are just they're just frauds because the last couple of years they come into the season, we have all these high hopes and expectations for them. We're talking like you know, 12, 13 wins. They got the talent, they got the roster, they got everything, and, and then they just they wind up going five and four in their first nine, and they'll probably wind up finishing nine and seven at this rate. Nine or he can't sad. do that anymore. Nine, seven, nine, nine and eight, something nine like that. Eight, probably miss again. The only really sad yeah. is that we thought this was going to be the most competitive division in football. It's the Chiefs basically sleep rolling into the championship. Yeah. They are the going to the roll into the playoffs. They might clinch by the fir- by December first. Yeah. Um, the beginning of the season, like everybody, us, us two, and any guests that we had, I'm pretty sure we all pretty much had the AFC West as like possibly being the ones that take up all the wild card spots. We all thought that it was going to be between the Chargers and the Chiefs for the division. Whoever loses gets the wild card. We were all thinking maybe the Raiders might slide in for a wild card or something like that. And it's 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 not that at all. It might only be the Chiefs right now. And it's looking like the AFC East is uh taking all the spots right now. If the season ended today, they said the entire division would be in the playoffs. Well, here's the thing, right? So we got a couple of games next week. I'm already looking ahead to uh six pack next week, right? Chiefs Chargers in in Los Angeles. We got mm. Vikings Cowboys. We're gonna talk about this seems a little wow. bit. <clears throat> and we got wanna talk about some trap games I wouldn't bet if you paid me to. Uh Lions Giants not touching that one with a 10 foot pole. 
Um, you've got Patriots, Jets. Even though I'm rooting for the Jets, still not touching that one. No. And you've got Bears, Falcons. I don't know what the hell's happening. I'm hoping college. These are these are trap games because this is this is a game. I don't. I this those is are a game. Parlay I, killers. That's what those are. Yeah. Those are all parlay killers. Like this Jets Patriots game is a game to where I I give an edge to the Jets only because this is really a must win game for them. If they win, they're in first place. If they lose, they drop down to to the last place in the division. So it's really whatever they have their fate right now for next week. I, I, but I don't, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm, it's going to be a very tough game, especially in new England. Then you got the lions against the giants and you just don't know what lines team are you going to get? Are you going to get the ones you're going to get the team that scores 30 plus points for the game? Are you going to get the lines that get shut out or score like, you know, 15 or under and the bears like, dude, I, I, I don't, is, is fields tired yet? Like he just had a, like 300 something combined rushing yards the last two games. Bro, of the his season. back's got to hurt from carrying that damn offense. Dude. That's why when I was telling you before, all these quarterbacks, I think they tried too hard to be the next Mike Vick, but him running for 150 plus rushing yards a game is he's not going to stay healthy. Here's but, the thing about fields, though. I'm going to talk about this actually. So let me talk about this quick and then we'll start getting into gambling and everything else. I mean, you cut you off. I just, at this point, came no, to my head. I sent you that clip about Peter Schrager talking about how the Arizona Cardinals offense is better with Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I know Schrager's doing this kind of an overreaction Monday thing, but I've never been the biggest Kyler Murray fan. We've all talked about this before. I was banging my chest that the Cardinals should have drafted Joe, Nick Bosa. <clears throat> I was slamming my chest for it. I said, this Bosa kid is a thousand times better than Murray ever will be. My big thing was, the fact that he dangled playing baseball. And two, you had to learn the whole thing, the streaming and the Call of Duty and the FaZe Clan, all that <laughs> bullshit. Like, if I am a fan of the Cardinals, I am questioning everything. If I'm a Bears fan, an Eagles fan, a Lions fan, a uh, Chiefs, um, Chargers, Bills, Vikings, even with Daddy Swag, a.k.a. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I am not questioning my quarterback's um, – I guess uh, I'm not questioning his motives. I'm not questioning where his focus is at. I know Jalen Hurts is Mr. Competitive from start to finish. Same with Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields. Um, I don't know about Russell Wilson. I, don't, I think he might be praying to himself too much. Um, see what he did there? Um, I'm not questioning Eno because they didn't write back. I'm not questioning Mahomes. I'm not questioning um, Jared Goff. I'm not questioning any of these guys, Aaron Rodgers even. Because, like, listen, that win, that was personal. So here's the thing, right? We're going to talk about this more. Justin Fields, to me, is the closest thing we've gotten to Michael Vick. Because he is a run-first quarterback with a great arm who can improv and make good plays. Is he Mike Vick? No. Is he? It's like it's like comparing. I am not saying this is. These are the two in the same. It's like comparing Kobe to MJ. They're not the same, but they're similar. Or um, mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns to KG. They're the same, but they're not similar. Mm-hmm. They're, no, they're they're not the same, but they're similar. I think Justin feels the closest thing we're going to get to him because Jalen Hurts would rather be a pocket guy. He doesn't want to run. He just can't. Kyler Murray just wants to do run around and do Russell. He thinks he's Russell Wilson circa 2013. Except 
about a foot shorter and about a lot better of an arm. The problem is with Kyler, it's like, I just don't think he gives a shit. I think Cliff Kingsbury has been over his head since year two. And I think the his offense runs better with Colt McCoy, who just says, all right, set, fuck, throw. And just yeet. And that's it. So, like, that's, yeah. to me, I'm starting to look at it from the whole standpoint, like, hey, maybe Kyler's the problem. Because that offense looked pretty good to me against a pretty healthy defense for Los Angeles last night. My issue with Kyler is there has to be some sort of sort of something going on where if you have to put in your contract clause that you can't play like Call of Duty for a certain amount of time, you have to dedicate more time to studying the play calling. Like if you got to physically put that in a contract, there's something wrong with this kid's work ethic. If you got to spend more time on video games and learning the system that you've been in for the last four years, um, and then to make it public, and then to have them just pretty much guilt them into taking it out of your clause, and then to have the season you're having not saying that has anything to do with it but it just doesn't sit well for there to be that big of a stir over something small like video games and just shows me the lack of work ethic in regards to trying to learn the system and things like that cliff kingsbury to me is a fraud coach i don't think he's a good nfl head coach i think he's a upgrade over matt rule but is nothing Nothing special, if that makes sense. I I don't think he's ever going to get you more than like a divisional playoff run kind of thing for any team he goes to. I think he's just go back to college. Maybe he's a better coordinator, but he's just not to me. He's just not the answer for them coach wise. And I, I don't know what else you need to do, <clears throat> Kyler. He's had he's had a healthy DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green. He's had Rondale Moore and Christian Kirk all on the same team. He's got Zach Ertz now, who's better than any tight end they've had since Jermaine Gresham. They had um, Zach Ertz now. Yeah, yeah, they've had Zach Ertz Breaking now. News, by the way, he's off the season with torn ACL. Yeah, I mean the running backs can be better. You you got an unhealthy, um, you know, James Conner at times, but I mean they, they've had good defenses too. I mean they so last year when they were deploying JJ Watt and Chandler Jones and everything like that and Buda Baker out there, and it's just I don't know, it's just I don't know what else this team needs to do. I, I think they are your eh team. Like yeah. they are what the Texans were pre Deshaun Watson. Um, oh no, you know what they are? This is perfect. They are the pre Alex Smith, post Trent Green Chiefs. If that makes sense. Yeah. Where they're average, they're fun, but they're not going to win a lot of games. Talk about the Matt Castle Chiefs. No, because Matt Castle won a division there. I'm talking pre-Matt Castle. I'm talking when, like, you couldn't name their starting quarterback. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, when they had, like, Chad Henney out there. Not I think they had Chad Henney. Or, like, Graham or, – or, um, what's another one? Um, Washington pre-RG3, mm-hmm. where they were like, eh, but they weren't great. It's like they're an, like it's hard to figure them out because they're, like, not a terrible team. Mm-hmm. But they're not great. They're just gonna finish up five hundred. Oh, Jeff Fisher Rams. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, that's perfect. Seven and nine is as high they're as they're the go. opposite, but the same. <laughs> they are literally Jeff Fisher's Rams, but instead which is, of defense only, they're offense only. Which is why, if everybody that listens to this podcast goes on our tiktok page the video i just posted you will see that i have the arizona cardinals stock as a down for the week 
Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. It's almost like I think I put them. Psychic. It should be anyways. There you go. All right. Let's let's talk some uh let's talk some gambling. Once again, we're terrible. I won this week though. Yeah, this losing streak is over. <laughs> and I lost I, my gimme and still won. I can't tell you how close I was to picking Liberty over Yukon just as a just as a like oh, fuck Yukon. Shout kind of out thing. to Yukon for being bowl eligible for the first time since well, me and Matt were I think juniors in high college. Yeah. It's been a long time. Long time coming. Congrats to Jim Moore. What do you got? LSU and Georgia Bowl? Yeah, right. So we got uh, LSU. Was it they got the division or or they got bowl eligibility or how that goes? Something like that. Um, uh, I don't know. Something like they'll, they'll have something like they'll have bowl eligibility. I don't know how the hell it goes forward, but. Um, to the games. One, shout out to my Hurricanes. Putting a can of whoop ass on uh, Georgia Tech. That game was not as close as it looked. It was 35-7 for most of the game. Um, Cam Kitchens, shout out. Had three interceptions, including a game icing pick six. Uh, and our 18-year-old true freshman quarterback, Ja'Curry Brown, just looking like a straight-up G. We got Clemson next week. And, yes, Matt, I'm going to do it to myself. I just don't know <laughs> if I'm going to do it in the uh, same game part in, in our parlay or I'm going to do it in uh, in in an individualized parlay that I'm going to hate myself for later. Either way, it's going to be fun. But our first game was Tulane, UCF, and like the Golden Knights, they were triumphant over a green wave. Basically, my gambling advice for football this week was just don't listen to Caesar. And I literally was up 3-0 when I ignored Caesar's picks. Yeah. I picked against his Cowboys. I picked against Tulane, who he said was a wagon. And I picked against his Longhorns because horns down, baby. Um, TCU never does me wrong. I'm going to be betting on the Horn Frogs until they win the <laughs> damn chip. I am a team Horn Frogger right now because, listen, they have done me good so many times as underdogs. I love it. So I got to give a shout out to my man Caesar from the uh, he's the intern for our boys of our craft brew. For giving me the greatest gambling advice of all time, always bet against Caesar. <laughs> Tulane was the trap game. They had the. Uh, they were, in my opinion, I thought they were. They should have been favored for this game, but they had the the underdog odds on uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. So that was a trap game. Everybody bet in Tulane, and all of a sudden, boom! UCF just comes out and takes it. So funny. I. What I love is, I just love how like fun. The, the American conferences for football still. Mm-hmm. There's like seven good... Everyone shits on it, but it's still fun football. Notre Dame almost lost to Navy. They only won by three points. And that same team beat Clemson by... That's fucking wild. Gotta love college football. That's wild. But then you also got the seventh-ranked LSU barely beat the unranked Arkansas, and it was only a 13-to... That's a terrible game, 13-to-10. Oh, right. man. I, I, Penn State I, shut on Maryland. 
Yeah, I know. Like my boy texted me today. He goes, "Hey, I'm getting a, a Saquon Penn State jersey." I'm like, "Awesome, bro! Get that white one. It's clean." He goes, "I'll get you a Miles Sanders." I'm like, "Yo, do not mm-hmm. ever put that pe- pedophile State University <laughs> like freaking jersey on me. I don't care." <laughs> Listen, I will call them that until they've done enough for me. Listen, they covered up a, a freaking child a child molester. I will yeah. also call um. I, if I when I f- find a good one for Larry Nasser in uh, Michigan State, I'll come up with one for that too. That hits the record. Yeah, I will ha- happily make jokes about it. Um, Imagine how that re- how that recruiting went when the, after that happened. They're like, oh, Brian, I, I don't even Penn know how State. the hell he did it, man. Uh, that just gives me so much respect for he turned that program around with basically like a gunshot yeah. through the chest the entire time. They're like, listen, just don't drop the soap and you're good. Uh, I just, oh my God, Jesus Christ, Matt. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Next up, TCU. I got to delete. I accidentally shared my post by mistake. So <laughs> I was halfway through typing it. Um, either way, I'll give a shout out to Caesar and the craft brew chat in about 20 minutes. Um, so what crapped me up about the next game was once again, bet against Caesar. TCU, Texas. Gotta love it. Then, Alabama, Ole Miss. This game was giving me heart palpitations for about 30 <laughs> minutes. Damn it, Bama, you don't lose three straight. Or two straight, whatever it is. No, it was really looking like it was going that way, too, for a little hot second. I was like, yo, fuck that shit. Um, Bucks and Seahawks. Leave it to leave it to a country like Germany to freaking get Tom Brady a uh, win. I was did you, Seahawks. did you see that the entire stadium when the game was, I, over was singing country roads? It redeemed their, themselves to me. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Mm. But then Bruce Servan apparently called out the field. I haven't read the whole article yet, but apparently the field was like shit condition. So we'll what, see what, what does he want the NFL to do? It's fucking Germany's field. I don't uh, know. I don't know, man. I, I, my boy Lewandowski has been tearing up on that field for ten, for a decade. What's your, what's your feelings on these international games? I love them because I love watching football in the morning. I do like the 930 stuff, especially when you're on your way to the game. You can just kind of put it on the radio and like while you're tailgating stuff. I'll take your word for it because the only game I'm going to this year, I'm not leaving for the stadium till 4 o'clock. What time's the game? 830. Okay. Well, I'll be yeah. in Philadelphia already, so it's not going to fucking oh. matter. I'll be in oh, the hotel. Fine, yeah. I'm leaving Saturday at like freaking like, I think at two o'clock to go to the game to like get down there for the games. And I think I'll probably like watch college football on the way down. And then once I get there, like, oh shit, cool. Like, you know, we're going to hang out, go out bar hopping the night before, then sleep in, maybe go get a workout at the weight room in the hotel. And then like, you know, time to get after it, man. What game is this one? Uh, Eagles, Eagles Packers week 12. Uh, Sunday football. If they flex it to Sunday afternoon, I will commit arson. Everybody is saying that the, um, well, Jets fans, not everybody, they are saying they want the uh, Jets Vikings game flexed to Sunday night. When's that? It's uh, a fantastic question. It's not anytime it soon because we play. Week, I'm literally gonna just be like, all right, burn Met left to the ground. It's time. Uh, I believe. Well, one, we're away. We're not at home. I don't know why I'm not. Oh, well, you know why? Because they, they want primetime Kirk. That's why. 
So it's week 13. Okay. That's yeah, funny. So That's why. I'm looking for good games that weekend. You have all oh, you have Giants Cowboys, but it's on Thursday, thank God. Um that's Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we might lock out, we might lock out then. Um I'm, I'm not sorry. seeing any games that are looking like actual good games. Rams Chiefs, but the Chiefs keep sucking. So I'm mean, Rams keep sucking, so we might luck out there. Yeah, it's gonna be a shit show the Thanksgiving because Bianca and her sister and two brothers are Giants fans, and her other brother and stepfather are the Cowboys fans. Oh my god. And you get to witness all of it, huh? I sit back. It will be me and her her sister-in-law who's a Patriots fan. We're just going to sit back and watch. I always do a parlay for the three games. So I'll probably do – obviously, I'll do Bills over the Lions because I'm, I'm not a sadist. I'm not an idiot. Um, I'll probably do Giants over Cowboys, and I'll probably do Vikings over Patriots. They never throw the Lions a bone on Thanksgiving. They just well, they the give Lions, them the earliest. The Lions game. almost pulled off an upset last year. I think they lost to the. I think they either tied or lost to the Bears on a last second field goal. Yeah, but it was the Bears. Like they just never throw them. They're like, all right, here's a here's the Raiders. They just lost to Jeff Saturday. Well, I mean, and they're gonna play at like eleven o'clock in the morning. The the Lions are a wagon, man. They've won three straight. Yeah, it's about time Dan Campbell figured out how to. I was, everybody well, we talked to. I will to, put right? a listen, Lions fans, for you and you only. I'll put a dollar on them to beat the Giants next week. Deal? No parlay, just one dollar. <laughs> ah, man. I don't know. We were all, I think, fooled from hard knocks. I really thought this was going to be an eight win team. That happens really. every year. I know, we man. Hard knocks really makes for it. I know. Hard knocks last year made me think that Ezekiel Elliott was going to have a breakout year again. <laughs> No, Hard Knocks last year was a joke because the Cowboys were the only complete team in that entire division, and yet they still like got their ass mollywopped by the freaking uh, Niners. Niners. All right, let's keep moving down the list here. Vikings, Bills, possibly the greatest game of all time. That was fantastic. Um, oh my, also, can everyone lay off Josh Allen? The dude's elbow probably feels like Swiss cheese this morning. A UCL injury is a bitch and a half, and the fact that I could tell his elbow was shot Dude, like that ball was on his throne as hell. And you know what? I'm the not. Vikings the Vikings wanted it more, man. I'm not complaining from his I mean, obviously I'm not complaining because they lost, but I had Diggs and Davis in my lineup for that week. And Diggs got me twelve catches for 128 yards, and Gabe Davis had six for ninety-three and a touchdown. So I got like fifty points, fifty plus points combined between the two of them. No complaints from me. They got the Browns and the Lions. Than the Patriots on December for on December first. That's no, their next that, three. So I I will. They can honestly start Keenum. They can honestly start Keenum for the next two weeks. Let Allen heal for Patriots, and then just mollywop everyone going on. Yeah, those next three games, if his arm holds <laughs> up, they should be nine and three. Vikings, though, give him credit though. Everybody is saying that they were the worst eight and one team just based off of the strength of the schedule they're facing, but they just knocked off the buff the Buffalo Bills. And credit to Kirk Cousins for. Just coming in clutch. I know he had those two interceptions, but he got the job done. Threw for 357 yards. I had a Giants fan walk up to me and say, y'all going to lose tonight. I'm like, all right, bet. Keep that same energy. I'll see tomorrow. <laughs> Dude. <clears throat> and the second best game I watched yesterday, or third best, Bears-Lions was fucking incredible. Um, Cowboys-Packers. It's the Christian Watson show we're living here for. I told you, Aaron Rodgers won't lose six straight games. It just won't happen. 
that's that's a that's wild to have that in the same sentence and Rodgers and losing six games in a row kind of thing. Um, listen, they I don't know the the Packers were playing as as everybody thought they should have been playing at the beginning of the year. Um, Aaron Rodgers finally having a good game. His receivers not dropping the balls, um, and they beat the Cowboys. I mean, for a three and six team to go and beat a six and two team, that's going to be good for anybody, obviously. And poor Mike McCarthy still can't fucking still can't get the job done, whether he's in Green Bay or not in Green Bay. I really, you know what? I, I was saying to my buddy, I'm like, I really hope the, the Cowboys make the playoffs just so I get one more year of McCarthy before they bring Sean Payton in. Because we all know it's going to happen. But the I only thing that make it better uh, is that they bring Sean Payton and he's absolute booty cheeks. Like he's lost his touch. I think the, I think the Cowboys, I feel the same way. I think the Cowboys, I don't, I think originally their plan was, I think they just wanted to make Kellen Moore the coach down the road. But now that Sean Payton's out there, I think plans have obviously changed. But I think they have a, the most difficult scenario out of all the teams that are trying to just do stopgap coaches like, like Houston. Um, Cause Mike McCarthy is going to be a good enough coach to where he'll probably get you to the playoffs, but now he's just not going to get the job done. So now you got to go off of firing him because he didn't get you the job done in the playoffs. No, so we like put this Cooper rush shit to bed guys. Like he's not going to be an upgrade over Dak Prescott. I'm just going to say he's, he is a Jacoby Brissett. He's a quality backup quarterback, but if he's not going to be a franchise quarterback for a team for 10 plus years, he's up there with the case Keenum's and Gardner Minshew's of the world. This guy has been in the, this guy has been in the system of Dallas for the last like four seasons or so. Like there's no reason why he shouldn't have had success stepping in. He he's been under this. I mean, I know he was cut and he was put back on the practice squad, but however long he's been in the league, he spent like 95 98% of his time with the Cowboys. Like, he should know this system with Kellen Moore. I know. It's <clears> – I don't think the basic thing of the Cowboys is they're, – they're, you, you could watch – I think their team is a very big – what's the old analogy? They're a big frosting team. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I think they're missing a lot of internal pieces that are going to kill them down the stretch, but they're a big frosting team to me. And Ghost of Grace. Um <laughs> – Gimme's fucking NC State. That's all I'm gonna say. And fuck Boston College. Stay dead. I think I took USC. You did, and they absolutely threw a thumping on Colorado oh, yeah. State Friday night. I mean, well, I told you to take uh, Michigan over Nebraska. Yeah, I wouldn't, it wasn't it wouldn't fun allow enough. me to take the freaking the money line wasn't available. So yeah, I had to put I had to place mine on uh, FanDuel because DraftKings wouldn't let me pick that one. That's why I like I, I have just so much money on DraftKings from that giant that from my perfect week. <clears throat> I haven't had to throw money in DraftKings in a month, man. I think they're like, oh man, we're used to make an easy twelve off this kid every week. Now he's just killing us. Yeah, they're gonna be like, here, here's a free five dollar bet. Come back. Yeah, right. I'm surprised they haven't thrown me a free bet yet for how much money about how much money I've been sinking into them this month. I did win like nine bucks back this week, so I only lost about five, which I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I had a guy that uh that I used to work with uh back in the day and he would tell me stories of how he's he was like, No, I'm a big he's like I'm a big time guy. Like he's like I don't use yeah. any of those apps. I go right to the casino, go right to the playbook thing, and I place my bets like in person, but he drops like bills. Like he drops bands. So I'm like, Okay. I was like, I don't want I don't don't please don't talk to me anymore because I'm not on that level. I was like, I can drop five bucks. You dropped five hundred to a thousand on a single game. I think I dropped twenty five on Raiders Cowboys. Last he year. put. He told me he put nine hundred and something dollars on the Rams money line for the Super Bowl, but also placed like something of lesser value, but just as much up there money wise on the Bengals uh, part um, Bengals money line. So no matter who hit, he was going to make his money back and more. But it was just the fact that this dude put probably almost like fifteen hundred bucks in total down on like both these teams' money lines. There we go. My biggest thing with the gambling is that it's just fun. It makes me actually give two shits about TCU versus Texas. Besides the fact they get to laugh at Caesar when he yeah. he talks about the horns be it baby. Um, all I'm going to say is this. Uh, I am never betting on ACC team ever again. Now, ladies and gentlemen, next to, next up, we're talking about our favorite part of the show, brought to you by the amazing people at Canadips.com, promo code Be- Corner Booth 20. Oh, no, sorry. I wish. Belly have 20 for 20% <laughs> off. Um, Listen, 20% off. These could be some of the best in the world. They have great flavors. I think it's dropped a blue rat. They dropped blue raspberry a few months back. The palmy is gas. I think it's dropped mm-hmm. something else for them too. Um, either way, uh belly like 20 for 20% off. Um just and I think it's like, dude, the shipping is like three to four days. You get it from California is awesome. Yeah, you get it in under five days. All right, Thursday night football. Let's kick it off with a game I completely forgot existed. I watched all 30 oh. seconds of this game. P, uh, PJ Walker has a uh, high ankle sprain or something like that. They said yeah. Baker's starting next week. I don't know why they don't want – they have a franchise guy on the roster. Why like, are you why lying not? to yourself, Matthew? <laughs> why don't they put Sam Darnold in? Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah, Fal- pa- Camper <laughs> Falcons. Marcus Mariota needs to be benched. It's the Desmond Ritter show now. I think it's time. Like it's over. I, I that that Carson Wentz throw, <laughs> rolling on his back and lobbing it straight in the air, summarized yes. the entire entire Falcons career of Matt of of just why we just don't use Marcus Mariota. If the if the vision wasn't this close, they probably wouldn't be riding with the veteran hand. The, um, I'm sure Arthur Smith's like, listen, Brady's having a terrible year. We're right in it for the first place in the division. They're going to go with Marcus Mariota, the veteran. But I don't know. I would love to see Desmond Ritter play. I What do you have to lose? I mean, the, you're four and six, I think they are. Like, even if you mm-hmm. win the division somehow, you're not going far. The Seahawks, you're not gonna go to the Niners, 
Eagles, Vikings. Yeah, with throw, the Cowboys, the, throw the rookie in, see what happens. You, you guys would be the seventh Murray. seed if you guys didn't win the division yeah. or maybe yeah. not make the playoffs at all. We already Alrighty. know if Marcus Mariota is on that team next year. He's the backup anyways. No, he is Tyrod Taylor 2.0. All righty. We'll talk speaking of the Seahawks and Bucks. Um, I'm going to make this quick. Uh, Gino kept that team alive. Uh, Kenneth Walker looked lost. Yeah, uh, surprisingly. That was the that was the one key to that was one of the biggest keys to victory was just having Kenneth Walker be Kenneth Walker for that game and he wasn't. Uh credit Geno Smith played hard, kept him in it though. My uh, uh my parlay for t- anytime touchdown die in the first game because of fucking Kenneth Walker. Screw you, Listen, Walker. Tom Brady said divorce is finalized. I'm back. Yeah, we'll see. Um all I'm gonna say is we'll see both these teams in November in January, probably. Mm-hmm. Anything else in this game? I'm trying to speed run some of these ones that aren't as fun. No, nah. no, nine. We already talked uh, nice. We already talked about <laughs> Vikings Bills. Um, greatest game of the season so far. Um, and Justin Jefferson is that dude. Yeah, uh, agree in all terms. Um, Lions Bears, second best game of the season I've watched so far. Justin Fields is Michael is the closest thing we're gonna get to Michael Vick in this generation. Um, the Lions are playing fucking hard for Dan Campbell, and I love it. Uh, and also, Jeff Akuda is a good cornerback. Yeah, Jeff Akuda looks really good. Um, Justin Fields rushing for over 300 yards for the last two games combined just goes to show you that he has absolutely no weapons around him because he has to just do it all himself. Um, Lions are playing hard for Dan Campbell. I just wish that they were winning more games, and hopefully, uh, hopefully the Lions keep. They went out and go 11 and six. You heard it here first. (laughs) Uh, Um, Hopefully, they hold on to him. That would be hilarious if they won out somehow. That'd be amazing, except for when they play the Jets, so they can go ten and seven. They're playing the Bills too. Hmm. They're going nine and eight. Okay. Um, speaking of fizzling out, Broncos Titans. Uh, thank God for Tannehill because Malik Willis is booty cheeks. Um, just yeah. They all every ever is that entire game was just dog shit, and I'm just waiting for the day that my phone gives me a, a Bleacher Report notification telling me that Nathaniel Hackett's fired because it's terrible, it's terrible, just terrible, Kenny. Um, speaking of just terrible, Jaguars suck. Chiefs should have won by fifty. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that Trevor Lawrence experiment experiment is not looking too hot. He definitely looks worse. a lot better with Doug Peterson, but it's just not looking like it's enough this year. I don't know what's worse, Trevor Lawrence's season or the heartburn that just hit my chest. <laughs> um, oh, I got to adjust this new diet. Um, speaking of adjusting, uh, the Browns really stink, and the Dolphins rolled them. Raheem Moser, thanks for the touchdown, G. What's um this coming week's the week ten, right? This is the last week without Watson. He can come back next. Uh, I thought he was got an eleven oh, game suspension. Two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, whatever game they play the Texans, he's coming back. I, it's not going to be enough because they're, they're what three and six. What are they three and six? Yeah, it's not going to be enough. So I mean, I don't. I don't want to really see this guy succeed. I don't care what the facts show or not. I don't. So well, we, I don't we know. had J- we had Jason talk about it. Whether or how you feel about him, the suspension was like. The original suspension was just based off the fact. So I see where the judge was at. Did I agree with it? No, but am I not? Am I, am I gonna try to cancel anybody who says otherwise? No, obviously not. Because one, that's just not how I roll. And two, you know, he'll get his guys. The beautiful thing about, um, like, 
the beautiful thing about the NFL is karma's a bitch. It always Even, has been, uh, man. There's a there's a trend in the NFL the last couple of years where no matter what the player's position is, they take that year off and then they yeah. come back the following year and they they don't look good. Like Melvin Gordon didn't look good when he came back after taking that time off from the Chargers. Le'Veon Bell didn't look good after taking a year off. And Deshaun Watson is going on almost two years. So we'll see how he plays with game time. But I remember him not looking too hot in the preseason. All right, my same game, my uh, 12-pick parlay, by the way, for touchdowns, I went I went seven for 12 and one voided. All I got left oh, is AJ. Bad. I've got A.J. Brown tonight. So I would go eight for 12 with one voided. Uh, Damian Pierce, Kenneth Walker. DeAndre Hopkins, Eckler, and Kamara. That's who. Oh, so science. So That's sorry. Seven for twelve. It's not bad. Yeah, no, not bad at all. Um, moving on to uh, this abomination. As my phone ever stops loading. Okay, Giants, Texans. The Giants are the luckiest team of all time. I will give them that. I have seen them get away with more like lucky bounces. Texans, Texans who, who started moving the ball, they get a you know Jalen Smith gets a lucky strip, you know it's called back, but then they get a field goal. They turn the ball over. Giants, uh, Texans drive down the field again, take a field goal. Oh, they're down by eight, extra point. Ball bounces weird. Oh nope, they still get the ball back. Like the Giants are trying to lose games and they're still winning. They should pray to Saquon Barkley's knees. Yeah, I, I understand why Brian Dable is getting pissed because Kadarius Tony looks like an actual legit receiver over in Kansas City. The ghost of—they're literally pulling on the ghost of Darius Slayton to resurrect their drives. Danny Dimes is the fourth best quarterback in the division, and holy shit—at least he's playing like it right now. Saquon Barkley deserves to have his ass kissed by every member of that organization, team, front ownership. And stadium crew. Yeah, he's literally the sole reason why they won that game. Um, they better hope yeah. they play a, not. They don't play a good run defense team going forward because they are screwed if they do. The amount of points though that the Texans left on the field, like they would get into field the goal Texans territory towards thirty. Well, they would get into field goal territory. They would even get into the red zone, and they would either turn the ball over or they would just they would get sacked out of field goal territory. So they they oh. left a lot of points or possible Collins points on that board. Dude. I'm telling you right yeah. now, the Texans with Mechie, Collins, and then whoever they get next year, they're going to get a receiver next year, and they'll probably keep Brandon Cooks for one more season if they can't trade him. I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, the Texans are going to win the AFC South next year. Like, I will put money on it. I actually with, might put money on it now. With Long Neck Mills or? Oh, Long Neck Dave Mills. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Who's what everyone knows who I refer to when I say Old Long Neck. Nobody thinks of Mike Lennon. They think of Davis Mills because <laughs> Davis Mills' chin is out of the headshot when you look at Madden. Um, uh, up to everything you've seen so far with the Texans, you bring in Lovey Smith back next year? No, I think you go and you finally bring Josh McCowan up. Yeah, it's, yeah that, that franchise can't take another one-year head coach kind of thing. Like, just do I it. think we they keep Lovey to DC. I think they'll do it. If he, Lovey wouldn't give a fuck. Lovey's just sitting there enjoying the beard, loving life. Yeah. Lovey's um, literally just like, just pay me. I don't care. Lovey's just give me money and let me coach football. That's what I love doing. Um, speaking of what I love doing, watching the Saints suffer, man. This is, <laughs> listen, I wanted karma for 2018 against the Saints. 
And this is their karma, man. You give us your pick, and you're up. And you, right now, the Eagles have the fourth pick in the draft. Knock on wood, it continues because I want Will Anderson across. I was about to say Will Anderson. Will Anderson or that cornerback from freaking Georgia to replace Bradbury or Slay, whoever, if Slay retires or Bradbury doesn't resign. All I'm saying is, man, free Alvin Kamara, dog. He deserves better. I mean, I know the. I don't even know how to put it in words. Like the Steelers are not a good team. Dude. Kenny they Pickett Kenny didn't even Heisman. have a touchdown. What my boy Sawyer calls him, Kenny Heisman. They made him look like a straight up G. Um, eighteen for thirty, one ninety nine. Najee Harris, twenty for uh, ninety nine. Oh wow, this is just ugly. Dude, there was two rushing touchdowns, and none of them were from a running back. Gotta love it. George Pickens, man. <laughs> he he had two and a young boy. yards. That's All right. Wild. Speaking of hilariousness, um Raiders Colts. <sighs> I want to go off on Joy Taylor for what you said about Jeff Saturday on Friday, but I'm not gonna go into the whole like race baiting shit because it's not my place to say it. I am a white man. I grew up in a white neighborhood. I am not going to act like I know anything about what it means to be a minority in the United States. I will say, though, the fact of the matter is, the fact that Jeff Saturday won on Sunday just made me chuckle a little bit because I'm like, oh, she's going to be on it about Monday. But, you know, good for Jeff Saturday, man, because those boys are playing for him. The You know, the funnier thing is... We're going to get what? The, the funniest thing is that I think it was like October 30th, he tweeted out the Raiders look terrible. And I then fast forward to now, his first ever game as a head coach in the NFL, he beats the Raiders 25-20. And I, this dude's pri- previous experience was at the high school level, and he lost that game. I love it. I, I love that. Like, Jonathan Taylor went off. Mm. Oh, by and the way, Ryan, what? want to just talk about the, the Saints remaining games? Oh, okay. God. We got the Rams next week. Uh, it's an L. Then the Niners. It's an L. Then the Bucks. It's an L. Dirty Birds. Mm, 50-50. Browns with Deshaun Watson. That's uh, probably an L. The team they gave their draft pick to, the Eagles. That's a big L. And then, hey, he put it on big L. Uh, <laughs> and then they get the Panthers in week 18. So they're flirting with two more wins on the season. Dude, if uh, you know what? I'm putting it out in the universe. Listen, <laughs> give me like I I would just love to see the Saints like just try to tank and then they forget Dennis Allen forgets. Oh wait, we don't have our first round pick. Shit. Well, that was their first mistake. Why would you make Dennis Allen your head coach after you saw him have the worst of success in Oakland previously? So he I, was the worst Raiders head coach, was not named Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I mean, he might have been a fantastic defensive coordinator because they had that defense playing hard, but that doesn't mean he's going to be a good coach again, just like Josh McDaniels. Pray for my dog, Cruz, okay? Yeah. All right. Um, Cowboys Packers, we talked about enough, but uh, Cowboys were like 125-0 and 0 when they had a 14-point lead in franchise history. Doesn't this just feel like a typical Cowboys thing? Like you just lose that sure thing? So I was looking at this today, right? We're going to get in a second. Uh, Rams-Cardinals. Anybody who bet the under, I'm sorry. <laughs> me and uh, me and uh, the boys over at uh, Two Drunk Bros podcast had a laugh about this this morning because uh, somehow it hit the over hit. 
Thanks to old <laughs> Colt McCoy. And then char- Chargers 49ers. That game was lame. Let's pump the brakes on giving the Niners yeah, game, the title yeah. game already. Um, let's look at the Cowboys any, any, on those games while I'm looking this up. Any any thoughts on those three games? What the Cardinals? Uh, no, nah, I just I don't. Chargers are frauds. Niners are Niners are better with McCaffrey, but they're not going to go far. Um, Rams are dog shit. Cardinals are dog shit. Mm-hmm. Packers finally played like old Packers, but they're still dog shit. And Cowboys are dropping games that they should be winning. Classic Cowboys. I would love. I got a game for you to get flexed week thirteen. Um, Eagles Titans. See, that's like. That'll be fun to watch, but will also be. Oh, like by the a... way, I, I'm calling that with a former NFL tight end and our boys over at Combat Deviants. I'm actually I'm um, calling the game here on live stream that game. So like I'm kind of hoping it goes um, prime time. So I, I'm announcing it today. Obviously, we'll we'll do more promotion for it. I'll put it on the main mail post on the Instagram. We're giving away signed autograph cards by the player uh, that we will mention. Obviously. I'm kind of keeping it under wraps. He is a tight end for the Florida Gators. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, and no, it's not Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> and um, and yeah, it's autographed jersey, autographed baseball card. I think we're going to give one of them away on Thanksgiving show, Matt. Um, okay. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. So yeah, there we go. Um, uh, uh, so Cowboys, this is their remaining schedule. Vikings next week. Then they got the Giants on Thanksgiving. Then they have the Colts, the Texans, the Jags, Eagles again, Titans, Commanders. You want my honest God opinion? I give it potential five wins. I'm giving, I'm giving four. Uh, I'm giving four. Um, they're gonna beat the cow. They're gonna beat the Colts. Beat the Texans. Yes. Beat the Jags. Beat the Titans mm-hmm. and beat the Commanders. So yeah, five. They're going to most likely lose to the Vikings, oh, lose yeah. to the Giants, and lose to the po- and maybe and on Christmas Eve lose to the Eagles. Yes, I they think the only lose, if the Colts get hot, they may lose to the Colts and the Texans. The way they're playing, they may lose to the Texans. The only guaranteed law, lo- and they may lose to the Titans. The only guaranteed wins they have here are Commanders, Jags. And that's it. Everything else is a toss. So I guess I throw the Colts and there's an almost guaranteed win. And the Texans are like, but like the thing is like, none of these games are like, all right, slam in the bucket except for Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I can see the Cowboys at best going 11 and six, but I can see them at the, at the very least going 10 and seven. The only thing is that watch, they run the, the table and go 14 and three. Oh yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, but I mean, the, the only other thing against them is that the giants have a much easier mm-hmm. remaining schedule. So the giants are looking like they could go 12 wins. So I will, before we get into our uh, final thoughts for the game, to uh, before we send we talk Monday football before we get out of there, I get out of here. Um, Giants' remaining schedule goes as follows: um, You have the Lions next week. That's going to be a tighter game than I think. The Lions can score points fast, and they don't rely on running the football. Yeah, it's, it's um, winnable, but it's not going to be easy. It's winnable. It's a winnable game. Giants Cowboys on th- on Thanksgiving, dicey. Um. Commanders, Giants, I'll give the Giants that one. Then they play the Eagles in the Met, in the link. I mean, in the MetLife. Mm. Um, should be interesting, but the Eagles are playing for a lot right now. Uh, Giants, Commanders in uh, our, in um, FedEx Field. 
Give me the Giants. Giants Vikings. Give me the Vikings. Giants Colts. Give me the Giants. Uh, Giants Eagles. Give me the Giants because I think the Eagles, if they if they are fifteen and one, they've clinched the division, or fourteen and three, or uh, or fourteen and two, or I'm sorry, uh, fifteen and what is fifteen and two, right? Or yeah, 15, 15 and two, and 16 one. one. If they're fit, if they're fifteen and one, or uh, no, fifteen and zero, they'll they'll uh, sixteen and zero, they'll they'll set that last game. Yeah, Sirianni does not give two fucks. But if Gardner Minshew's playing, watch out for the mustache dog. Listen, I would give the the Eagles gave the Cowboys a run last year with all with bad backups. Mm-hmm. And we we get seventeen games, so I don't know. Um, I think the Giants finish second in this division. I think they have a very easy schedule going forward. I think they they've kind of lucked out from having I think the easiest out of the three the division runners. I think the Eagles have a pretty easy schedule going forward too. Easy. Yeah, they uh they got they they've proved a lot of people wrong. I mean, I know they're the team's not team's not the greatest strength wise. I mean, the defense is tough. Offense without that running game is nothing. Um, but I mean, listen, they're about a, they had the potential to double their, you know, their over under total from, uh, I think it was like six, six and a half. They could, they could possibly go 12 wins this year. If they just the play three years. I've been singing the giants praises saying they're going to be a good team. And every year I get burned. The one year I say they're going to be booty cheeks. They actually are good. Um, mm-hmm. command Eagles have Eagles commanders tonight. We'll talk about that game in a second. Uh, as we wrap up today, Eagle of the Colts next week. Packers after that, then the Titans. That could be a challenging three games. Mm-hmm. Then they have the Giants, the Bears, Cowboys, Saints, then the Giants again on uh, week week seventeen. I mean week eighteen. So with that being said, the Eagles. I was like, oh, they can run the table. It's like I'm not calling it. They are going to lose one game, and it's going to be like a what the fuck. But depending on what the Giants and the Cowboys do. The Eagles could easily be 15 and two and walk into the playoffs as the number one seed and like have Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown sipping coffee waiting for uh, waiting for the bye week. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I I will never count a chicken before task, especially with the NFL. So um, I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles have the best chance of going undefeated than a lot of teams in the past, like the Steelers and the and the Cardinals had at going undefeated. Um, I give. Their I hope two they sh- don't. I give their two strongest, or I should say, their two toughest remaining opponents on the schedule would be Green Bay if they come out playing like they did last week in the Cowboys. Um, the only way I would like them going undefeated is that they pull their starters against the Giants and the starters still win. Who's oh Gardner Minshew is the backup quarterback? I was going to uh, say, is, Clyde, is it still Clyde Watkins, Zach Pascal, Kenny Gal, Kenny Gainwell, um, Tyree Jackson? That's not a bad team. No, nah, was... that's not bad at all. The Eagles' backups are actually good. That's why I was like, hmm, this could actually be fun. <laughs> but uh, either way, um, let's talk tonight's game quick. We got five minutes left. Um, give me the Eagles. Obviously, I think that they are men on missions. I think with Hertz's leadership, they are very – they've got their shit together. Yeah. Um, it's all business. Al, this is mur- joyless murder ball. Like, like I don't want to have to play it again, but that Coach Boone speech from Remember the Titans. I expect perfection, gentlemen. Not in our record, but in every sense of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You you miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble a football, you know the rest of the the the, um, the speech. That's how I look at the Eagles, man. This is the most talented Eagles team I have seen in a very long time, and they are coached for their strengths. They have a quarterback. 
who is a good leader in that locker room. He's their vocal leader, and he's also their emotional leader. Then you have guys like Jason Kelsey and and, and uh, Brandon Graham, who have been here since the Andy Reid days and are still like just like they're the, the central core. Guys like Slay and Gardner Johnson, who are just energy guys, A.J. Brown and um, James Bradbury and Jordan Davis, these guys who come in the offseason and just made a hell of a difference. Oh, by the way, folks, we could play the Titans. Jordan Davis <laughs> back. So there you go. Abate Maddox is out until I believe the Giants week, maybe the week after. It's okay though. It's I just hope he gets better. The Eagles actually surprisingly have some decent cornerbacks. I'm not gonna like that wise. They're not like they're a bunch of like no names, but they're not terrible. Um and they have that pass rush though. So give me the Eagles tonight. Um I expect a big game from Slim Reaper. It's his birthday. It's so a happy birthday, by the way, to the boy, Devontae. Hmm. At uh, Devontae Smith, Slim Reaper, Skinny Batman. I love that man to death. He is just a fun player to watch. He gave me hope last year when there was not much hope after 2020. Um, I expect him, A.J. Brown, and Miles Sanders all to score touchdowns today. That's my bold prediction. I think also Heineke will struggle against trying to make something happen against that secondary. I like Heineke. Um, I don't think he's obviously going to win this game today, but I, I like him more. I think it's just fun to watch him play because he's scrappy. He doesn't give up and he plays every single game as if his job is on the line, which it is. I don't, I still don't think, you know, they're going to win today, but I think they're going to have a better performance against you guys compared to when Carson Wentz put up like eight points or whatever it was against you earlier in the year. Um, but still, I still have the, the Eagles running away with this game. I think T- Taylor Heineke is going to have at least one or two turnovers. Um, they're getting Jahan Dotson back, but it's, that's, it's not a, it's not nothing to be worried about, anything like that. I mean, Darius Slay and Bradbury can handle Dotson and McLaurin and Curtis mm-hmm. Samuel, but um, so Brian Robinson's gonna have a very quiet game again. Just nobody's running on that defense right now, which sucks because I have Brian Robinson tonight, and as my yeah, flag, that ten projected points, he's not getting that. I got sixteen and a half on my league. Um, I have also hurts. AJ Brown and Skinny Batman. Listen, if the three of those and the Eagles defense, I have five things going mm-hmm. tonight. So like, I'm Austin Eckler didn't do did booty for me this week. I'm on Ross St. Brown and Jawan Johnson. Shout out the hmm. first tight end I've ever had on my roster this year to score a fucking touchdown. I love it. And I got Jake Elliott. Well. Holy shit! I have like yeah. seven guys going tonight. I got back in the win column in my league, and I even had Chuba Hubbard in as the RB two, put up one point four points, and I still have. Um, I'm still over my opponent, 125 to 72, and I have Jalen Hurts in. Nice. Uh, my bench win is followed. Uh, Geno Smith, 19 points. Wendell Robinson, who I'm dropping this week, four and a half. Traylon Burks, welcome back. I picked you off as a as a waiver wire IR snag. Uh, 4.9, not bad as a debut back. Three three to six for 24 yards. Um, and Noah Fant, Jack Dick shit. So when um Darren Waller comes back off IR, your ass getting dropped. <laughs> um, so yeah, no. So pray for Hertz, uh, Brown, and Elliot, and Devontae. Uh, Brian Robinson, I love you, dog. I hope you have a great game. But you know what? Like I just, I think I, I just need the Eagles just to clean up. So the Eagles defense needs to force a bunch of turnovers. Um, my poor boy Walters, man. I gotta give a shout out, dude. I accidentally, dude drafted Sam Ellinger. Jeff Saturday throws a freaking monkey wrench in the world and starts, uh, and starts, um, 
Matt Maddie Lyons. Wheels. Oh my God. Matty Wheels, man. That was so much fun. I think that was my favorite moment of Saturday was watching him just take off. <laughs> and you but, could uh, he was you could tell he's running so hard, but he's going so slow. That feels like me running on a treadmill back when I was like 280. <laughs> All right. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth 10% off, and uh, candidates.com, promo code belly of 20 for 20% off. We appreciate you guys coming by today. Shout out to our boy Mason and my boy Matt for all the help they've been doing with social media and to belly of sports for just being an awesome place to work. We will see you guys. Oh, and happy anniversary to the Arizona Diamondbacks. 25 years of driving me fucking crazy in baseball. Congratulations, <laughs> guys. Um, and we'll see you guys on Thursday for our live stream. Should be a wild one. We may have a Mookie sighting. There we go. Right, Everyone who knows the show knows Mookie's a wild is a wild card. He's the he's the Charlie Day of uh He's the Charlie Day of uh, what's it called? Um, Live sports. All right, guys, have a good one. Enjoy. Peace. Hey, guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.